Well, good day, my friends, and thank you for watching the Hydrologic and Climate Assessment for July 2nd, 2020. I'm Aaron Wilson, and this is brought to you by the State Climate Office of Ohio and the Department of Extension at The Ohio State University. So certainly, welcome to midsummer, right? We're heading into July now. Uh, we're really cooking with, with heat, as it were, and we're certainly going to crank up those temperatures over the next seven to ten days, and it's certainly going to feel like summer here as we head into the first half of July. Um, we'll start where we typically do, looking at temperature differences compared to average over the last 7, 30, and 60 days. Uh, you see a lot of yellow, orange, and reds across uh, much of the Midwest, and certainly here in Ohio. Uh, over the last week, we've been averaging a couple of degrees above average, uh, upwards of maybe three to four, where you see those orange shadings. And certainly the last 30 days have been a lot warmer than average compared to uh, how, we, how we compared to average in May and April. So as you recall, April and May were kind of on the chilly side uh, for Ohio. Certainly over the last 30 days, it has been warmer than average here, about one to three degrees across the region. As far as precipitation goes this past week, a lot of have and have nots. We typically see that this time of year. So some scattered heavy rains uh, from essentially uh, parts of central Ohio toward uh, southeastern counties here, a little bit up in the far northeast, and that certainly was welcome rain up there. And then we had some heavier rainfall here in the far southwestern portion of the state, and we'll talk about specifics uh, here in just a moment. This large area across north central Ohio here, where, where, where you see the blue shadings, very little precipitation fell there this week, and that's certainly the area we're watching for rapidly drying conditions now. So certainly below average over the last seven days, for much of us here across the, the state. Now, some of that heavy, locally heavy rainfall certainly occurred. We had 2.45 inches of rainfall uh, ending yesterday morning in Eaton. Uh, we had about an inch, inch and a half of rainfall fall in 35 minutes around the Xenia area. So some really heavy rainfall rates where rain occurred, but much of the state was fairly dry. Now, when we look back at the month of June using our Cocoa Ross stations, the Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network, that's the citizen science network that you can get involved with uh, just by clicking that link there to find out more. We certainly had some stations that had a lot of rainfall in June, you know, five to seven inches, uh, Athens, Old Washington, uh, Albany, you know, some really heavy rainfall in spots. On the flip side of that, some locations like Ada, Ohio, only six-tenths of an inch of rain for the entire month. Defiance, only eight-tenths, nine-tenths of, of, of an inch of rain there for the month of June. So very dry conditions in some portions of our state. So if we look at the last 30 days, overall, much of the state has been below average in precip. Where you see these bright red colors here in parts of Northwest extending down, say along that Bell Fountain Ridge here, we're looking at precipitation less than 50% of normal uh, for this time of the year. And even out to 60 days now, it's been dry for a while. You know, completely different than what we saw in 2019 for, for the month of June. So very dry conditions here over a good portion of Ohio, uh, which doesn't necessarily bode well as we head into the, the heat uh, that we're expecting to build here over the next seven days. Of course, our soil moistures have responded to this. Our soil moisture has really dropped in terms of uh, from what it was. A lot of greens here, if you were with us a couple months ago, across the state to the white shading now indicating that kind of middle percentiles, 30 to 70 percentile across much of the region. Just over the seasonal change now, July 1st compared to the end of April, you know, we've, we've uh, essentially dropped 
30 to 40 percentiles in terms of the soil moisture. So again, things are drying out fairly rapidly. Uh, this product here in the bottom right from NASA is looking at the top 40 centimeters of the soil uh, surface. Uh, and you can see these percentiles now getting down into that, I don't know, five uh, percent range in some of these counties like Henry County, Defiance, and Southern Wood County here, uh, but certainly less than the 20th percentile in terms of that top layer of soil moisture. So things are drying out on the surface fairly rapidly, especially in Northwest and Northern Ohio. Our stream flows are, are slowly responding to this dry weather. We haven't had um, rapidly falling stream flows. And of course, where heavy rainfall has fallen, certainly in the last seven days, we see above normal to much above normal stands. But some of the orange dots that you see both in the seven day and the 28 day are indicating stream flows that are starting to drop below normal. And I'm expecting this to increase again over the, the next 10 days. So as of uh, this morning, the U.S. drought monitor was released for this week. We've got a lot of drought conditions out toward our west. Certainly Oregon, California, extending out in Nevada, Utah, the Four Corners region. Some very extreme to exceptional drought now in Colorado and far southwestern Kansas. If you've seen stories out there, you know, abandoned wheat, uh, ranchers and, and cattlemen having a, a lot of pressure uh, selling, uh, trying to get fuel, uh, uh, food and, and hauling water and, and such. So very difficult conditions there. Expanding drought conditions across the Dakotas, parts of central Minnesota. And now we've got abnormally dry conditions that first crept into Indiana. Uh, that kind of missed out on, on a lot of the spring rainfall, but now it's extending into parts of Ohio and Illinois. So if we zoom in a little bit closer, again, central uh, Minnesota up to northeastern uh, Minnesota in that, that official drought category there in the Midwest, but certainly closer to home here, we've got expanding abnormally dry conditions that now encompass uh, several of our northwest counties here in Ohio. So the weather this week uh, doesn't really offer any relief. I've been hinting at it the whole program now. Uh, we're looking at fairly dry weather, I think, for the next seven to 10 days. Today, we've got high pressure. Uh, those storms have really pushed off to our south and west. High pressure, sunny skies, dry, drier air kind of filtering in and that's gonna limit precip. I expect the same thing tomorrow and probably start cranking those highs, uh, maybe up into the mid 90s from some locations across Ohio. We still have that influence of high pressure this weekend for the fourth and Sunday and even into Monday. Uh, it's not until Tuesday, Wednesday that we start seeing a little bit of a return flow from the Gulf of Mexico that might kick up some scattered afternoon showers and thunderstorms, but I'm not expecting any widespread heavy rainfall. And certainly the seven-day precipitation forecast pans this out, a large portion of the eastern Corn Belt. Just looking at you know an outside chance of maybe a tenth of an inch of rain, a little bit more if you see a heavier thunderstorm on Tuesday and Wednesday, but we're not really looking at a lot of rainfall. And with temperatures soaring into the upper 80s to mid 90s, perhaps even upper 90s in some locations, we'll have to see how this unfolds over the next week to 10 days. Uh, we, we are really going to continue to dry out any remaining moisture that we have across the surface. One way we can look at this is to look at what we call reference evaporation. Uh, this assumes that conditions are saturated, but essentially, you know, uh, Normally, this time of year, we see about an inch of rainfall, uh, but that gets used up. You know, it's being used on a growing crop. The atmosphere itself with those warm temperatures is thirsty for that moisture, and so you, it leads to those intense evaporation rates. And, of course, you add a little wind onto that, and you're really going to evaporate out the surface. Uh, this forecast for the next seven days, you know, we're looking at evaporation rates on the order of about 1.5 to 1.75 inches here. So we're talking, you know, removing through evaporation about an inch and a half of rainfall. So 
we're really going to start to see some deficits, I think, and, and really start to see some agricultural impacts in terms of pasture degradation and some uh, crop stress in our corn and our soybeans heading forward. The six to 10 day outlook does not offer a much of relief either. This is uh, for July 7th through the 11th. Climate Prediction Center painting a very strong probability of above average temperatures. We should be in the low to mid 80s this time of year with overnight lows in the low to mid 60s. I'm expecting a lot of 90 degree day highs and probably overnight lows in the 70s. Uh, we should see again about an inch of rainfall this time of year. We're going to fall well short of that here in the six to 10 day outlook as well. So confidence is, is pretty high here for dry conditions and very hot conditions heading through the first part of July. Of course, last week we had 5.2 suitable days for field work, according to Cheryl Turner and NAS, ending on June 28th. There was some scattered rains that helped improve some topsoil moisture, but I think this was very short-lived. We're going to turn it around and go the opposite direction this, this week ahead. Uh, a lot of work taking place, obviously, side dressing on corn and applying herbicides to corn and soybeans. Of course, Hot, dry weather is probably good for winter wheat to get that harvested as things are mature across the state now. Uh, and of course, our conditions are looking a lot better than we were this time last year. Uh, but we'll, we'll just have to see what these hot, dry conditions do over the next couple of weeks. So as a summary of conditions, we've now got abnormally dry or D0 conditions across western and northwestern Ohio. Certainly, it's been warmer than average over the last 30 days. We've had scattered heavy rainfall, but some areas have really missed out uh, completely on any of that heavy rainfall, especially in northwest Ohio. Uh, the week ahead is offering a lot of hot and dry weather. Some areas may not even see precipitation over the next seven days, so buckle up. The heart and the heat of summer are upon us. So with that, I want to thank you for joining me today. You can always find out some more information about weather and climate at climate.osu.edu. We have a ton of partners throughout the region and other state climate offices throughout the Midwest uh, that we really come together and, and work to bring information together for all of you. So I want to thank everyone that helps me do what I do for you. Until then, until next time, uh, in, enjoy the heat if that's your thing. Uh, try to stay cool. Um, and certainly healthy, be good to one another, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.